We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 14th, 2018. I'm going to go ahead and just read the last line here again, just so we have more of a segue. This is a video exposing Oprah Winfrey. Okay. She's yoked up with Bill and Melinda Gates. She's yoked up with David Rockefeller and all their depopulation schemes. Uh, this is a video from Alex Jones that, that, uh, makes it clear that Oprah embraces policies of genocide when it is convenient. She is a Ted Turner wannabe who wishes to reduce world population by 90%. Again, this isn't an endorsement of Alex Jones, but he does a good job uh, outlining a lot of this stuff in regarding Oprah Winfrey. Tonight, we're going to discuss the truth about Oprah Winfrey. She's a beautiful, talented woman. But for decades... She has met secretly with David Rockefeller, Bill Gates, and others to promote a world government program that is designed to reduce the African population alone by at least 50%. See, she wants to bring genocide to the blacks as much as anyone else. That's the ironic thing about this. So many of these supposed... Uh, you know, black icons are actually the biggest ones that are trying to bring about black genocide. That's what's so ironic, in, in, you know, about this whole thing. Behind closed doors on this New York campus, a secret gathering of some of the world's most powerful people. Gates, Buffett, Bloomberg, Winfrey. It was like, well, it was like the Super Friends. In the great hall of the Justice League. There are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. Together with others at the meeting, including George Soros, Ted Turner, David Rockefeller, they're worth more than $125 billion. And we're, we're talking about the most wicked, evil people on planet Earth all gathered in the same spot. Or, I mean, you know, top 10, top 50. Within the top 50, I would have to say. Gathered in the same spot. And, you know, Oprah Winfrey's one of them. Pure evil we're talking about like just vessels of satan every one of them that much money that much power around one table it begs the question what were they doing what were they scheming total world domination it's been said millions of times that truth is stranger than fiction and that's been said because it's true <clears throat> You look at somebody like Oprah Winfrey, who has all this talent and all this empathy, and who can convince you to trust her. Ah, uh, empathy. I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Because, I mean, she wants to exterminate her own race. She's, a, she's an absolute total... I mean, it's, it's all a lie. It's all a facade. It's not real empathy. It's just, it's just fake. She's, a, she's an actress, essentially. And then you research who she works for and who bankrolled her. And it's so nightmarish that you're pinching yourself thinking it's a nightmare and that you should wake up. When I saw her in the news in the last few days being announced as a contributor to 60 Minutes, it was a perfect fit. 60 Minutes, this deceptive <clears throat> so-called investigative news magazine that selectively investigates what it wants and ignores the rest. But look at an Oprah Winfrey and her, you get a car and you get a car and all of her, the secret stuff and her programs that are so little known in this country. 
to promote like a world religion Christianoid garbage in Africa. Now we're going to get into the her whole religious agenda, her whole satanic religious agenda in a second, because I've done three different teachings on her. Okay, and I'm going to give you the links to those, and I'm going to read you the table of contents. So if you're not aware of that, oh, that's a whole other ball of wax. You know, it's not enough to depopulate and kill her own race off, but her other agenda is making sure she spiritually makes sure you go to hell. Uh, that's very important for Oprah. And to indoctrinate African children through her program with Bill and Melinda Gates and others, like David Rockefeller, to teach Africans that they can't have a car, they can't have air conditioning, and that they shouldn't even have children because they don't have value. Imagine if you heard that from a white supremacist. You wouldn't even be able to believe it. But much less from Oprah Winfrey. And that's why she pushes it. She's the black face on the New World Order. She's the woman that was behind Obama. She's the one that puts her billions of dollars into tax-free foundations so they can't be taxed. Just like Bill Gates. Just like his wife, Melinda Gates. Just like Warren Buffett and others. So I want to challenge all of you to do research into the weird world government Luciferian system she pushes. And to go read for yourself ABC News, The London Guardian, and others that did whitewashes on the fact that she's trying to set up a world government to reduce populations. Listen, once people become industrialized, they stop having as many children. In fact, they start going negative. 1.3, 1.4 children for every two adults. But to sell Africa and the rest of the third world that they're ugly and they don't have value, that it's beautiful and wonderful for them to just roll over and die is truly sick. Now realize the globalists are conditioning the third world to flood the United States and Europe and to be very anti-Caucasian, anti-white. Just because a lot of them have been brainwashed and turned into political zombies of globalist conquest doesn't mean we stoop to that level of programmed people. <clears throat> we realize they're victims and stand up for the truth and stand up for justice. But please, we're just showing you a few news articles here today. Research her tax exemption. Research the globalism, the UN, what she's involved in, and the secret society meeting she's having, deciding the fate of you and I. Because make no mistake, they can have their way with poor Africans and Latin Americans and Asians. But here in the Western world, they are hiding by stealth, by Trojan horse, their attacks on the general public. The chemicals in the food and water, the estrogen mimickers, the cancer rates, the autism exploding, all the secret testing that's been declassified. Why would we trust anything these people do? And then there's the beautiful, shining face. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. She's got great spirit. She's smart. But she joined with the wicked to control the people. Now listen to me and listen carefully. There's no way I'm wrong. I wouldn't accuse her of things like this if it wasn't true. I don't do that. I've done the research. Oprah Winfrey meets in secret with the most evil men and women in the world. But Every that wasn't secret. That meeting that was on like mainstream news, they were openly admitting she was meeting with Bill and Melinda Gates and, and, and you know Soros and all of these other wicked evil, Rockefeller and all these other wicked evil devils. It's, it's, not, it's not anything that's been... 
yes, I'm sure there are times they probably do meet in secret, but it's also been done in the open. Every year, and is given talking points to push on her audience to convince them that they're bad and should roll over and die. She is planning my future and your future and your children's future with the most twisted people this planet's ever seen. And that's a fact. And she needs to go public and release all the information she knows. I don't want to hate Oprah Winfrey. I don't want to fear Oprah Winfrey. I don't want to sit here and expose Oprah Winfrey. But my guts, my soul, my spirit tells me it's got to be done. God, Oprah, you claim you're here to free the people, but you just turned into a slave master. What have you done? The truth about Oprah Winfrey is, whether she's conscious of it or not, she is serving pure anti-human evil. Now she's wicked, conscious corruption. of it. Go do your own research. The rabbit hole is so much deeper than I can break down here in the short presentation. But everything she sells is magical thinking to a group of disenfranchised, manless women sitting at home, desperate for a family, desperate for life, desperate for a culture. She's all part of the great society that started in the 60s and took black illegitimacy from about 5% to almost 80%. And now you see it in every other group of people. All that was by design. They targeted the blacks, not only through mass genocide, through Planned Parenthood, um, <clears throat> Margaret Sanger and that type of stuff, but also to break up the black family and to create as much illegitimacy and, and all that. So all that, they were targeted for that very reason, to try to destroy that race. The state is being put in charge of the family. The family is being dismantled. And women are being given the system as their husband for protection and being taught from birth that men are their enemy. This is an attack on our species. and Species. Oprah Winfrey is nothing... I, I heard him say the other day, and I don't listen to him that much anymore, but I heard him say the other day about... He had some guy on, and they were talking, and he said something about that, well, we, we descended from the apes, so that's... I mean, I'm like, and you call yourself a Christian? And you're saying we descended from the apes? Something about their genetics or whatever? We're, we're like... Well, I'm like, wow, dude. He's very Darwinistic. And he, I've never heard him go against Darwinism or what. You can't have it both ways. You can't call yourself a Christian and say we descended from the apes. There, There is no biblical justification for that whatsoever. It is absolutely, totally opposite of what the Bible states. The Bible says he created man, male and female, and we are created in God's image. He didn't say he created Coco the singing monkey in God's image. And we evolved from Coco the singing monkey. Okay, it doesn't say that. Okay, so I've, I mean, that's I think why he's always referring to us as a species because I really believe he believes that we evolved from the apes. And um, I think that when all this stuff goes down with disclosure, I think he's going to be, be getting right on board with that because he won't touch the subject, he won't even broach it. And he could say he's a Christian all day long and he believes in Jesus Christ, but, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that fall away in those times. And there's going to be a lot of people that fall away because they followed people like pastors and people like Alex Jones because they've, they've hinged and they've hooked their wagon. They've hitched their wagon to these news outlets that are giving them some truth but not all the truth. 
and they've got so much invested in those either pastors and or ministries, whether they're TV ministries, whether they're their local church assemblies, or whether they're somebody like Alex Jones, that when things start to go bad, and when dis I mean, I'm telling you, the stuff I'm seeing about disclosure now, it, it, it's, it's at a whole other level. It, 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 when God says he's going to send the strong delusion of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we really don't understand how bad it's going to be. That hasn't even come yet, I don't think. Not, yeah, we've got the prelude, we've got the precursors, but I heard an interview today, I'm not even through it yet, the newest stuff from Corey Good and, and David Wilcock. I mean, it's, and I've played some of their clips before, not because I'm promoting them, because I'm trying to educate my listeners about the deception that we're going to have to face that what's coming, and I mean, it is so elaborate. It is so convoluted. But yet, it is so vast in its scope. And if it happens, oh my word, it's going, only, uh, the Bible says, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. I, I'm, con I'm really starting to understand it now. I will try to get a study done on that in the near future, but I'm still compiling information about this right now. And I'll, I'll try to incorporate it into another mega study i'm doing on the coming alien agenda delusion disclosure thing which you know they're saying i'm not sure exactly what the time frame but could happen this year i don't know i don't know i don't like to date set uh but i really see somebody like jones because he's so ungrounded in biblical truth he's so ungrounded he i've, I've heard way too many things come out of his mouth for me to think he's grounded in any kind of biblical truth. That people like him, because their rock was never built upon the solid foundation of Christ Jesus, like the Bible talks about, that when the winds come and the rains come, they're going to get washed away. They're going to get blown away. They're going to fade away. And that's why you got to be really, really careful who you're following, who you're investing your time in. In these types of things. I'm not saying I'm per Mr. Perfect or whatever and I can do no wrong. I tell everybody, don't follow me, follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Read the Word of God, the King James Bible. You know? Anyway, uh, this is almost over. Judas goat. Nothing but someone sent out there with a pretty face and a nice smile to sell us on cultural death. Oprah Winfrey, whether she knows it or not, is probably one of the greatest incarnations of the devil we see on this planet today because Hillary Clinton... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't agree more on that. Okay, so continuing on, there's other reports here, and this will be in my next newsletter I release. <clears throat> and and I'm not going to get... These are just titles of, of things that um, uh, people are digging up from the past there was a uh report regarding where oprah win winfrey i mean this is a quote this is from an interview where she said white people have to die okay that's fine because she's black she can say that all day long and again just imagine if like you know <clears throat> some other popular white person said black people have to die the outrage the absolute you know Every, every news 
you know, outlet in the world would focus in on that one white person and their life would be over officially. But black people can say it with impunity and really there's no consequences whatsoever. I mean, black people that are of the highest level in, in Hollywood and Hollywood. Uh, it's just there's this double standard and I, and I hate double standards. I, I hate unjust weights and scales and balances like the Bible talks about. And there's no, there's no uh, you know, it's not a level playing field. Uh, next one. Um, Oprah denies Jesus is the only way to salvation in heaven. Well, that's, you know, I know, I know that's no shock, but, uh, now I've done several teachings on Oprah. I've done the church of Oprah exposed part one and two, and I'll just read you part of the table of contents of this. Have you heard about the largest church in the world? Oprah reaches 15 to 20 million every day. So theoretically it's the largest church in the world. Or at least the largest, it's not, I want to say, yeah, I guess it is a religion though. Anyway, just think of that many people under one roof. Oprah's new online class covering Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth uh, are yet one more way she's trying to indoctrinate the masses into aggressive New Age teachings. Oprah conducted her first mass meditation trance on March 17, 2008, and over 2 million people participated. So right there you had 2 million people that were participating in a demonic thing that were probably in basically adopting devils and demons into their own body by yoking up with this devil. In the second part, we will be taking a deeper look at Oprah and Eckhart Tolle himself who said in his book, The Power of Now, page 104, don't get attached to any one word. You can substitute Christ for presence if that is more meaningful to you. Christ is your God essence or the self. So they're equating Christ as self. Okay. So in other words, we are our own Christ, essentially. We are our own Christ. As it is sometimes called in the East. You, the only difference between Christ and the presence that Christ refers to and the only difference between Christ and the and presence is that Christ refers to your indwelling divinity, regardless of whether you are conscious of it or not. Whereas presence means your body awakened the divinity or God essence. The Bible says, "No, not n none are righteous. No, not one." The Bible says, "All of our works are as filthy rags, done apart from Jesus Christ." I mean, they're basically trying to get us to look at ourselves as our own little gods, which is basically going to be the coming carrot and crux of the coming New World Order temptation under Antichrist and false prophet. It's the same lie that was told in the Garden of Eden where Satan tempted Eve and said you should be as gods. Okay, we're going to be as our own little gods. We're going to be our own little divinity. We're going to be our own little Christ. You know, which, well, if you're own, your own little Christ, you don't need a savior. Because you're good, right? Well, that's exactly what they want you to believe. You're good. You don't need Jesus Christ. You are your own Christ. So this is the kind of heresy that this witch, this high priest, this devil witch from the pit of hell is, is teaching. Next um, teaching I did is entitled Oprah Winfrey Boldly Leading Humanity to the New Age Antichrist. On New Year's Day, New Age leader Marianne Williamson got 
the new year off to a rousing start on Oprah and Friends XM Radio as she began to systematically teach the New Age principles of, quote, a course in miracles. While most of the Christian world was relaxing, Williamson was hard at work teaching this occult course on her radio show. Her program, which now airs each week, each weekday for an hour, is completely devoted to teaching a course in miracles. Both Oprah Winfrey and Marianne Williamson have openly stated that they believe its principles can change the world. Yo, sure they can, for the worse. Uh, a Course in Miracles is, re is reputedly a new revelation, quote, a new revelation from Jesus, channeled through a university professor in New York City. I'm sure that, I mean, that's always a prerequisite for a new revelation from Jesus. You've got a university professor from New York City. No red flags there. By the name of Helen Schuchman. So this is another Jesus, what we're talking about. The Bible talks about the we or an angel of light come, or an angel come, preaching another Jesus. The Bible is very clear in this. Let that one be accursed. So let Oprah and all her devil, new age people that she's promoting, let them all be accursed. And then it goes on to say it again. Let them all be accursed. That's what the Bible says. They're preaching another Jesus. It's a pretty big deal because they're taking people to hell fire. And then the lake of fire. It's a pretty big deal. You know? It's what this is all about. At the end of the day. How many people can Satan get into hell? Through Oprah in this particular thing. Or through these other false teachers. But the course is actually the Bible turned upside down. As it teaches that a teaches that, quote, a slain Christ has no meaning, end of quote. Well, if that's the case, then our salvation is dead and in vain. But our salvation, our faith is dead and in vain. But we know that's not the truth. Just because some moron, demon-possessed devil says this, doesn't mean that it's true. But see, they have to attack the cross. Because the cross is the basis, his death, burial, and resurrection, the blood he shed on the cross, that's the foundation of our salvation. Okay? <clears throat> Without that, there is no salvation. He had to die taking our sins upon him on the cross. That's the, that's the foundation of our salvation. So, it, it, of course they're going to teach that a slain Christ has no meaning. Because they're fork-tongue lying devils from the pit of hell. It also teaches that the journey to the cross should be the last useless journey. These blasphemous fork-tongued devils, may all their tongues turn black and rot out of their maggot-infested heads, is what I say. Because they're literally going after the basis of our salvation. And they're focusing in on that on purpose to get you and everyone else into hell. So I take very, very high offense to that. I pray they don't prosper in wickedness. I pray if it be possible, their souls be saved. But I'm not going to pray for them to prosper in wickedness so they can take more people to hell. Mm. It's teaching state that there is no sin. Another, well, if there's no sin, then Jesus didn't need to die for us. Take our sin debt and bear that on the cross. Well, there is no sin. That's another way they attack it. And that the recognition of God is the recognition of yourself. Again, teaching that you are 
your own God, that you are your own Christ consciousness. You are your own Christ. Another lie from the pit of hell, totally attacking Jesus Christ on the cross. It's kind of funny. Every single one of these things it's promoting directly attacks the divinity and what Jesus Christ did for us. Hmm. I wonder why the devil would be so concerned with that one issue. Why does it, why why aren't they attacking Buddha or Krishna or Zoroastrianism or the Mormon doctrine or Jehovah Witness stuff? Why why are they so focused in on what Jesus did? I wonder why. Maybe because that we're we're really the only true adversaries of the satanic evil world system on planet earth now i'm not saying there's not angels i'm not saying there's not that i'm talking about in human form manifest on a physical plane i'm not saying angels can't manifest that way okay but angels aren't born into this world and live here and have to deal with all the stuff that humanity would have to deal with in other words they're in they're in a different dimension okay than us can they manifest in our dimension yes there are certain times in biblical instances where they do that okay but it's just not the norm okay so again i think that's what the bible would refer to us as ambassadors in christ and and um we're here to do to engage in that battle all right let's go further here uh so um i'm trying to see where i i left off here okay so kicking off the new year in high gear, Williamson cleverly avoided any direct reference to biblical Christianity when she stated that over the coming months on her program, she would be methodically, quote, dismantling a thought system based on fear. Well, of course she doesn't want to come out and say, but she, you know, she, I mean, everything I just read you here is absolutely trying to, trying to dismantle the doctrine of Christ, the doctrine of the Gospels in the New Testament about Jesus Christ, everything. And she goes one step further saying she's going to be systematically, methodically dismantling a thought system based on fear. This is one of the main devils Oprah has promoted. Okay? Uh, Oprah's going to burn in hell so white hot, I, I, I would shudder to even want to see one second of what was going to happen to her in hell. I really would, because see, to whom much is given, much is required. The more you're given, the more you're either going to be probably either rewarded and or punished. You know? Um, the more responsibility you have, in, in other words. Just one of those things. The bigger the either, either the reward or the penalty. And Oprah has influenced millions and millions and millions of people. In a godless, evil, new age, antichrist direction. She is one of, 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 the, of Satan's greatest, uh, I don't know what you call her, soldiers I guess. To promote his agenda. She emphasized that the dismantling, that the dismantled, thought system would be replaced meaning the bible would be replaced by a thought system based on love oh isn't that wonderful a thought system that would be inspired by the new age teachings of a course in miracles 
Well, there is, the Bible says, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Because so this will sound real great. Wow, it seems so right. I feel so much love as those demons just, you know, tickle your fancy and make you feel all warm and fuzzy because they can do that if they want to. You feel so good about it. But, you know, they're lying to you. They're totally lying to you. The Bible says that he that trusteth in his own heart is a fool and that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So this is all about trusting your own heart, which will fail you every single time, essentially. I mean, you got to go by what the word of God says. And if the word of God contradicts your heart, you go with the word of God. You have to have some standard. And if it's your heart, you're going to just going to end up in hell. You know, unless your heart is leading you to the word of God and leading you to the Bible. And a lot of times that does not happen because the word of God, you know, narrows the path, path with which leads to life eternal. A few there be that find it. And typically your heart isn't going to take you there. Typically your heart leads you in the wrong direction. The next study I did on her, the secret and Oprah, new age, name it, claim it. In this teaching, we will be examining the much talked about, and I list, I give you all the links here in the PDF for January 14th, 2018 at contendingfortruth.com. They're all free. You can you can listen to all these teachings or you can key in Oprah in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and find them that way. In this teaching, we will be examining the much talked about Oprah, Larry King, etc. heresy called the secret. Beyond any cursory look at the secret, the most discerning Christians will quick, quickly identify this as just one more new age philosophy repackaged to maximally appeal to the masses. Again, it's all about you trusting in your own heart. Going whatever, wherever your heart um, says to go. And, and this gives you a lot of, of you know, fodder for that. The Gnostic doctrine is really just white witchcraft. Combined with Norman Vincent Peale's The Power of Positive Thinking and the modern day wealth and prosperity preachers name it and claim it. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't think positive. I'm not saying the Bible doesn't say, as a man thinketh, so is he. We shouldn't be thinking, going around thinking negative thoughts. The Bible says that we're supposed to dwell in as much as possible, dwell on positive things. Dwell on peace and love and joy and and peace and gentleness and these types of things it's increasingly harder to do in today's day and age because it's so incredibly wicked okay and we're but we're also, we have to balance that with not being ignorant of satan's devices and not being destroyed for lack of knowledge and, and you know that type of stuff so it's kind of a balancing act that has to be done it's a sad state of affairs when the secular world is finally catching up to the apostate church practices that have been going on for decades. The subtle message of, quote, the secret, as well as most of the prosperity preachers, is that if you're poor, sad, or unhealthy, then it must be your own fault because you have to let your own thoughts lead you into this existence. We will also be looking at a little-known teaching entitled, What the Secret Doesn't Tell You About the Secret, which is yet one more carrot of Satan that is dangling in front of the masses that embrace this heresy. This is truly yet one more significant part of the end time delusion that the Bible clearly predicted. So there's three different teachings, four different parts of teachings that will educate you about Oprah. 
And that doesn't even get into all the stuff we got in today about her being yoked up with Bill Gates and all the depopulation stuff and how she wants to kill off her own race and kill all whites. And I mean, you know, this woman is pure evil. Going back to the main report now. Uh, um, America's young adults are being conditioned to accept white genocide. White genocide is becoming a topic of discussion. Several university professors have stated that all whites need to be killed. Now, most of the time, it's from white university professors. Most of the time, when it's people that interview, that, that are like out there protesting whites, a lot of the time it's whites. It's white men who have been browbeat into thinking that they're evil just because of the color of their skin and that they need to be eradicated. Why don't they step up to the plate and, and, and go into the gas chamber then? Why, I mean, if they really want to put their money where their mouth is, why aren't they killing themselves? And I'm not saying they should do that. I'm just saying, why aren't they? I guess they want everybody, all the other whites to die and not themselves because they're the only enlightened ones, evidently, and they kind of deserve to live because they're enlightened and, and they've, they're showing this, they're, they're paying penance to Satan by protesting the white race and, and therefore I guess they get to live then, you know, is, is how I guess they look at it. These deluded devils from the pits of hell. Uh, so uh, several university professors have stated that all whites need to be killed. Some entertainment figures have said the same thing. However, it is important to bear in mind that most people of any color don't hold such beliefs. America must be careful to avoid even the appearance of racism. Well, that's not true in Africa, evidently, or at least South Africa. Evidently, the majority of the blacks there do believe that whites need to be killed. I mean, the president is chanting basically kill all the white farmers. They're singing songs about it. So it depends on what part of the earth you're in. You know, this is how insane it's gotten on planet earth uh let's go here however it's important bear in mind that most people of any color to hold such police america must be careful to avoid even the appearance of racism it is wrong and it takes our eyes off who the real oppressors of our freedoms are the classic divide and conquer strategy is thoroughly exposed in the following video okay let's play this one are you as tired as I am of celebrity? Okay, there's some bad static in the very start of this video or whatever, but it, 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 I think it gets better later. Misusing their fame to think that they could preach to the rest of us about proper political opinion. Hi, everybody. This is Dave Hodges of the Common Sense. I don't know why he wouldn't have recorded this video. I, I don't understand that. And we are the show that is freeing America. One enslaved mind at a time. Well, Will Smith has become one of those people. I just find his movies mildly entertaining. Independence Day. It is what it is. It wasn't bad work. I've never thought of him as a stellar actor. But he's okay. Until he just opened his mouth. He is a celebrity who represents the Democratic Party. And he says he's now glad that Trump won because now the country knows who his supporters are, and the rest of us can get together and start to cleanse the country of Trump supporters. What is a Trump supporter, and what does he mean by cleansing? If we carry this out to the extreme, are we talking about genocide? Are we talking about the same genocide that Bill Ayers advocated to the late Larry Grathwall, who penetrated the Weatherman Underground? the group that launched Obama's political career, when Bill Ayer said, well, you know, what we're going to have to end up doing is 
jailing, incarcerating 50 million Americans and killing over half of them. Is that what Will Smith is talking about here? Huh? We have to cleanse the country of Trump's supporters? And since Donald Trump won the election... Does and again, if you have somebody like that saying this, whipping the... Bl- and then you have Hollywood doing all the stuff they're doing in the, in the media, in the news, the, the mass demonization of the white race. It's just, you know, they're trying to prime the pump as much as they could to get this thing going. Do you realize that means that more than half the country? This is absolutely incredible. So anyway, he was interviewed at a press event in Dubai to promote his latest film, which I will now boycott, called Suicide Squad. This 47-year-old actor says he believes it's important to speak out about the insanity of the 2016 presidential race. Well, he and I agree on that. Yeah, because the world would be such a better place if Hitlery would have got in. Point. The insanity was that Hillary Clinton was free to run for president when yeah. she should have been imprisoned Absolutely. for multiple national security violations for these emails. So he goes on to say, regardless of liberal feelings about the president, the fact remains the majority of the country voted for him. And statements that Trump makes, his personal insult to millions of Americans who think that Democrats are an embarrassment, shows the country what Trump supporters <clears throat> are really all about and they need to be cleansed. Now, here's what's interesting. <laughs> that, he, means, that means genocide of a white race. Just like Oprah said all whites need to die. Just like the president of, of Africa, or of South Africa, said that all the whites need to die, and they need to kill all the white farmers, reappropriate the lands. You know, That's where this is heading. If they get their way, that's what they want. And these are some of the people at the highest levels of Hollywood and government saying this. You go on Facebook and you say someone who supports a certain candidate, their supporters need to be cleansed. How long do you think that that post or YouTube... Yeah, can you imagine if any white person came out of, of any kind of whatever and said this about blacks? Can you imagine video or tweet how long do you think that would stay out there until it was banned exactly and the fact that the democrats aren't coming out and saying hey will smith's entitled to his own opinion but he doesn't speak for the democratic party we're looking to advance our views but we're not looking to cleanse anybody where's that denial democratic party it's pretty scary isn't it folks and it just shows you that there are clear ideological sides that have been drawn. And if you're on the side of the Constitution, you're one of them that needs to be cleansed. Well, that's it for the common sense. All right, so we have that. So going further, all across the country, we, we are witnessing inappropriate and propagandizing messages being transmitted to our young adults that all whites are racist and that any economic advantage enjoyed by a white person has been obtained through racist practices. Now, this is going on in Common Core, in the elementary, in in the middle schools, in the high schools, and especially in the public colleges in particular. It's an absolute brainwashing from probably pre-K going all the way up to whenever they... And by the time they've graduated college, if they get that far, they're thoroughly, thoroughly indoctrinated in this whole thing of either white hate, white guilt, whatever side they you know rests on, so yeah, uh, this is a this is the plan here. Uh, let's go further here. Some college professors have gone so far as to promote genocide against whites. 
If one knows the World War II history, they recognize that this racially directed hatred as mental preparation to kill the enemy. All World War II military draftees were shown propaganda against the Germans and or the Japanese in which the entire group was stereotyped and categorized as evil and subhuman. Well, I mean, I will say, though, that the, what the Japanese were doing and what the um, Germans were doing was obviously pretty bad. I mean, come on. <laughs> look at Auschwitz. Look at, look at the concentration camps. Look at that type of stuff. Uh, anyway. Going further here, um, I'm not saying they're all evil or subhuman either. I'm just saying, and I'm, I'm not saying all the people that were there would have wanted this or wanted to go along with it, but I'm saying what the military industrial complex in those particular societies were doing was not a good thing. Okay, this is this is necessary because before one can commit genocide, the intended victims must be must be dehumanized. This is exactly what is happening to white people on many of our college campuses. I have previously discussed how a coup against our government is underway. The manufactured rhetoric against white people is not the result of the average black person. It is the result of the contrived actions of people like George Soros and his media allies who use a minority of black people to promote blatant racism. The ultra-liberal left needs foot soldiers for the coming revolution. I mean, I'll be honest, when I go out, I don't seem to have these problems with blacks. Black people have always seemed to like me. I, I mean, and I've always seemed to really get along good with them pretty much. I mean, I don't know. It's like I have favor with the black race. Like, I go out and I just, I don't know. Maybe they just know I'm not, like, prejudiced toward them. or Maybe they can sense that or something about me. But I've always just, like, I've had black friends. I've, I've always seemed to get along with black people really good. I mean, nice black people. I'm not talking about, like, you know, gangbangers and stuff like that. But I mean, I don't know. I, I all of this, all of this prejudice and all of this this divisiveness. Like when I go out into society, I mean, I'm not like experiencing it. But I'm I'm nice to everybody. You know, I don't treat one demographic better than I would treat another. I treat like Latin Americans. I don't care if you're Chinese. I don't care if you're American or white or whatever. I find some of the hardest people to get along with are of my own race. I'll be honest with you. They were my hardest patients to treat when I was in practice. I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean, we're there's 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 disadvantages and advantages to every demographic, okay? And I'm just saying the white my white patients were some of the hardest to please and some of the hardest to treat, and they were they were tough. They were they were my toughest demographic by far to to uh, to actually get to where they were satisfied. And I mean, I did so much more than the average chiropractor. I mean, it was hard for me to be in practice because I spent so much time with my patients that it became almost impractical for me because it was like, I want to help every single little thing wrong with you. And that's just kind of impossible to do. But it's just kind of like my nature, you know. So it's kind of good that I'm doing what I'm doing now because I can help a lot of people at the same time and reach masses of people whereas before i was only doing it one-on-one and you can only do so much one-on-one so anyway uh going forward here okay goes on to say i've previously discussed how a coup against our government is underway 
The manufactured rhetoric against white people is not the result of the average black person. It is a result of the contrived actions of people like George Soros and the media allies who use a minority of black people to promote blatant racism. The ultra-liberal left needs foot soldiers for the coming revolution. The racial divisions are largely the artificial creation of those who would use a minority of people of color to promote an overthrow of the government and the promise that a change, any change, would be better than the system we have. And of course, if the revolution is successful, the people used to promote and carry out this revolution will receive nothing for their efforts. They are being used, uh, and most of the people of color can see right through this plot, but that, that does not mean that George Soros is not going to garner enough support to create total havoc in the country. Another, in another case, we see a, the following headline in the Washington Times. Trinity College professor calls white people inhuman. Let them effing die is the quote. He's probably a white guy. You know, the white the white liberal left, particularly in the college settings, the college professors, it's like ground zero for Satan. And what are they doing? They're they're reaching the educated white people that are going to graduate and have a and have more influence than the average person in whatever. Thing. And this is this is this mass brainwashing that is going on at these liberal devil colleges all across the nation. I could go on and on with these vitriolic attacks against white people. This is totally a manufactured crisis, and one has to ask why. Uh, these highly objectionable practices from these college professors are not isolated examples either. This is quickly becoming the norm. See, this is what I'm trying. Why I'm doing this is because I'm trying to push back against this becoming the norm. Uh, a little closer to home, there is Will Smith and his very dangerous comments. The term "cleansing" has given humanity some of its darkest moments. When we see Hollywood figures such as Will Smith speaking about purging or cleansing Trump supporters, we should all get more than a little. And that's basically what he was saying. He was saying it was a good thing that this happened the Trump one because now we know his who his supporters are and now we know who needs to be cleansed in the coming purge that's what Will Smith was saying okay so I mean you know can you imagine white person saying that against blacks a white person at his level oh man you never hear the end of it uh and again he says can you imagine the outcry of conservatives that called for a cleansing of Obama supporters a year ago you never you would never ever hear the end of it ever however will smith can make his racist remarks with impunity from the mainstream media just like oprah uh if the tables were reversed and will smith was white he would have been fired for expressing such biased views toward you you he, he would not only been fired he would have been probably drummed out of the country let's play another uh short video here are you as tired as i am of celebrities misusing Okay, sorry, that was actually the same video, and I don't know why on earth that got put in here again. But anyway, so there's some pushback on the conservative right. From RT, I mean, this is not much, but former Google engineer James Damore has fought a class action lawsuit against Google saying he was ostracized, belittled, and punished for expressing unpopular conservative opinions while he was employed by the internet giant. I mean, Google is one of, it's like working for Satan. You better, you know, you want to get a job at Google, go in there and say you hate all white men. You don't really need much more than that as far as qualifications. Go in there disheveled looking, go in there like with, you know, a criminal record, maybe a meth pipe in your hand, I don't know. And you'll, you'll get the job as long as you, you hate white men. 
and that you love George Soros and, and, and you love evil. So I heart evil, like one of those shirts, I heart evil, just wear that and you'll, you'll get a job right away. The lawsuit filed Monday in Santa Clara Superior Court in Northern California by their Dillon lawsuit group, by the Dillon Law Group, alleges that Google, quote, discriminated against employees for their perceived conservative political views as well as their Caucasian race and male gender. But again, I like that they're doing this because, see, pushback in whatever way, shape, form it comes is good because you're pushing back against wickedness and evil. If there is no pushback, that gives a green light to whatever these evil entities are like Google, that, okay, it's fine, we're just going to keep pushing this agenda, and it's going to get worse, because Satan is never satisfied, ever, okay? Google employees who express views deviating from the majority view of Google on political subjects raised in the workplace and relevant to Google's employment policies and its business, such as diversity, hiring policies, bias sensitivity, or social justice, were, were slash are singled out, mistreated, and systematically punished and terminated from Google in the violation of their legal rights. Every revolution needs a target. We have witnessed the reverse apartheid in South Africa, and we are now witnessing the beginning of this in America. The real enemy of people from all racial backgrounds are the people trying to destroy the Constitution. Well, it, it's really the evil fallen angels, Satan, the evil entities that are inhabiting their bodies, that are influencing them, that are driving them. Okay, that's where the real enemies are, okay? We battle not against flesh and blood. So it's easy to look at the person like Will Smith, but you don't understand. If you could see all the devils and demons using him as a mouthpiece, that's the real enemy. He's just a vessel. He's like on demonic autopilot, basically. Okay? People like him. So uh, they're, these are the, they're trying to destroy the Constitution, the free worship of God, and attacks upon family issues. The final steps related to this manufactured conflict will include the justification for gun confiscation and re-education camps. You see, history has been down this path before, but instead of Jews being the target, it's white males, conservative white males, the source of all evil on the planet. Okay, so that's all we have for today. I'm just going to give a quick update on um, like what's happened to me since the last broadcast. Uh, basically, I woke up one day, and I don't even know if I realized it right away, but... Um, I realized I had lost mm, I had lost a the majority of vision in my right eye. I mean it was bad. It was like looking through a thick fog bank. Um and I started researching right away and um my eyes aren't the greatest. They used to be really really good when I was young. But I did a lot of stupid things younger when I like I tan without goggles and stuff like that. I mean, I never looked into the lights, but that's not enough. In tanning beds, you have to wear goggles. You have to wear eye production because uh, it can go through the eyelids, the UVA or the yeah UVB lights. I don't really think it was that. I don't know whether I've had a lot of other people email me. Some of the ones I told about this right away as far as praying. I've had one listener. And, I mean, this listener was like one of the first people that supported us when we very first started out, like in 06 and 07, he was a lawyer. And um, uh, he really supported us a lot. He, he helped me really be able to do this full time from a monetary standpoint. And um, he went into this law firm and uh, essentially there was a witch there 
And evidently the witch, because see, they can identify you. Just so you know, witches that are of a high enough level can identify Christians. They know. And the witch just gave him all kind of trouble, just massive amounts of trouble. And then all of a sudden he got like bilateral detached retinas, like one after another after another. And I'm probably not being purely accurate with the story. I'm just giving you a little bit of the gist of this. And he had to basically leave the practice. He had to have all these surgeries. There was all kind of complications from the surgeries. It was just horrible. Now, I'm not saying, I, I don't know whether maybe a curse or something got through. I'm not 100% sure. I think that this is something more likely that had been building in me for a long time. But that is, a, that is an example of a listener that had his eyes attacked. And now he's using it as a blessing, even though he's got like hardly any eyesight on one side, only partial in the other. He's using it to actually help like underprivileged in the po poverty stricken people with like law right now he, he's that's his practice now so he's trying to turn it into a blessing it sounds like he's doing a great job um but wickedness is going to increase like we've never seen it before and witches are real i've had so many try to kill me at this point and i've told you the stories i've give i've done whole reports on it and stuff like that i'm not 100 percent sure if maybe a partial curse got through or something i don't know if anything it was a wake-up call from god i'm not going to give the witches any glory if 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 this is something but i don't even think it was that i think this is something that was building for a long time because the more i researched the more i realized i had glaucoma um in my eye my right eye in particular. And pretty much you have it in both eyes, but it'll always manifest in one because one always tends to be worse. worse. And I don't want to like drag this out, but it was basically called acute, acute, acute open angle glaucoma, which is the kind that totally sneaks up on you. It builds for decades, and then all of a sudden you just wake up one day and your eyesight in one eye is basically gone. Okay, scary stuff. It's like you're looking through a, a just a thick fog bank in the one eye. And... Um, I, uh, I mean, it was scary, and 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 I, I'm like, okay, um, Lord, okay, what do you want me to do? I was about, I don't know, I, after researching it just for a short period of time, I was about a hundred percent sure that's what it is, and I and I am sure now. I've got, um, I never had any pain associated with it, but a lot of times that's the case. It just sneaks up on you. There's no pain involved. It just happens. It's the number one, it's the number, I think, two cause of blindness, at least in America, if not in the world. Like four million people. This is something that's, that's more common than you think. And um, uh, just snuck up on me. One day, man, I was fairly decent one day. I mean, my right eye was a little bit worse than my left, yeah. But, man, it's just like, bam, it hits you, and it's there, and... I looked up all the medical stuff. There's like nothing you can do. Just go the medical route. You better get your glaucoma drops. You better get your laser eye surgery. You better get your those needles poked in your eyes, even though the people that do that typically have all kind of horrific side effects. I'm not getting needles poked in my eyes. And the, and the drops, like everything medically, they always have horrific side effects. Even the drops do. They can't make one thing that doesn't have horrific side effects. There's not one drug, not one drop that hardly doesn't have... No, they've got to make sure that they produce things that are totally horrific in the side effect, and that way you have to keep coming back for them and taking more drugs to counteract those side effects. I'm not going that route. I decided that very early, and so um, 
I looked at the the thing and they say it's irreversible. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, it's just all fear. I, I don't want. I don't want to see it. I don't. I don't even. I don't care what they say medically. I don't believe it. My God's bigger than this. And even if this is something like was given to Paul, which he besought God, I don't know, two or three times to take away from him, and he didn't do it. He says, "My my grace is sufficient." Maybe this is being done to me to keep me humble. I don't know. Uh, it was definitely a wake up call. So I went into a fast and I, I was doing research while I went into this fast and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this fast. And, the, and I had a piece about, I do the fast, but I'm taking the supplements. The only thing I was doing in the fast was taking the supplements like for glaucoma. So basically like very, 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 very low calorie fast and just supplements. I mean, I wasn't eating any food or anything like that other than maybe some lemon juice and stuff like that. Things that I was reading would help me um, with it. So I started the fast. Um, I think by the, about the second day, I started noticing a little bit of improvement. Now remember, this is irreversible. Okay. And here's another thing. Whenever you have a problem like this, that's been building literally for decades Think of it like a ball rolling down a hill. I've given this analogy before. And the first thing you got to do is slow the ball down, stop it, and reverse it. The longer it's been rolling downhill, the more momentum, the more momentum it's got. So that first initial phase, you might not start getting better right away. I didn't know if God was, was going to just maybe snap his fingers and heal me or whether this is going to be something that I have to fight and go after and, and, and petition for a lot of prayer for, which I'm kind of doing now. And I did initially just to, just to a certain amount of people, but I, I wanted to just kind of make this announcement as well. And um, no matter what, I'm going to give God the glory. Whether this happens slowly over time or, or whether, you know, it doesn't happen or whether it happens all at once. You know, what the Bible says, wherewith whatever you find yourself, whatever state that you're in, wherewith be content, therewith be content. So that's what I'm, I'm doing now. I'm just trying to be content. Um, but I started noticing a little bit of improvement. Actually, I noticed kind of a, a nice bump in improvement. I think that second or third day, there was a book that Taylor had on dolphins and, um, I could read this one word that I couldn't read it was dolphins on the cover. I could barely read it the first day. I was actually able to read it. I think the second day into the fast pretty clearly. And then it was bottlenose, bottlenose dolphins above that, and it was in a much lower font. It was it was in font about I don't know half the size. And by the third or fourth day, I could read bottlenose. And then by I don't know the fourth or fifth day, I could almost read the writing at the bottom of the page, which was a lot lower font. It's funny I can't read black font at all. I can only read white. I mean, I can probably if the black was big enough, I could read it, but I can read white much better. It must have to do with the rods and cones in my eyes and what's been damaged because in glaucoma, what's damaged is the optic nerve in the back of your eye. And it happens over time. And for some reason, all of a sudden, one day it just goes. It says, okay, I'm done. And it just, and everything goes foggy. So um, I'm getting to the point now where I was actually with pinhole glasses able to actually read the bottom line today, which I'm, I'm going now. It's more in baby steps. Okay. And um, taking a lot of different supplements for this. Um, I am doing CBD oil, which is not the cannabis. It's not the cannabis with THC. There's no, no getting high. There's nothing like that at all. Okay, CBD oil is the component of hemp or hemp oil that uh, 
carotenoids that they have that has been useful for treating glaucoma. Now, the best way they say to do it is to do the indica strain of cannabis with the THC and the CBDs because that's the, I don't, you know, I don't want to go that route. You know what I mean? I'm going to be getting high in stuff. I've, I've done whole teachings on that and stuff. So I'm using the CBD oil, which has no psychotrophic, no psycho whatever properties or whatever. And um, using the supplementation and praying. And um, I got to about almost to day six. And it's just like all the conviction. Just I had kind of gotten to the point where the, the progress had really, really slowed down. And that just conviction kind of let me. I really started out the fast. And it wasn't like, okay, I'm going to fast five days. I'm going to fast a week. I, there was none of that. And I asked God, you know, Lord, please convict me about a number if that's your will but it really wasn't that kind of fast i think there's different fasts we can do you know i mean in the bible there's different fasts there's a 21 day daniel fast which is you're still eating for 21 days it's just you cut out certain food groups there's three day no food no water fast which is like the most severe fast you can possibly do i've done that a few times i didn't really feel convicted to do that this time (coughs) that's like emergency red alert worst possible case scenario because you can die on that one because you're going three days without water and food um there's 40 day fast that jesus did with you know just water um there's i there's a lot of people now doing where they're eating just one meal a day which is one of actually the best things you can do for your hormonal levels and to promote detoxification and, and actually to optimize a lot of systems in the body. And people are losing a lot of weight on that. I lost 18 pounds in um, basically six days. You know, I look a lot better. I feel a lot better. I'm telling you, God can get us to do stuff. He can, he can, he can get you to do stuff. I was highly motivated. And yes, fasting is suffering. I've never got to that point where it's like, oh, this is smooth sailing. I lost my appetite and it was great. I'm I'm sorry, I never got to that point. For me, it's suffering. It's crucifying the flesh. But the Bible says when you fast, like we're supposed to be doing it on some kind of semi-frequent basis. You know, Um, I did a whole study on it recently, just key in fasting. And I give, give you the whole thing. I gave a whole gigantic document on it if you want to know more about it. It's all free in my PDFs and stuff. So if you want a really good education on it. And this got me, this really um, got me kick-started into, into this. And I truly believe, I heard Dr. Group not too long ago say that one of the best things you can do to... Um, revamp your stem cells to to activate stem cell activity in the body which are the things in your body that are activated to repair systems of your body is just do a three-day water fast he says there's you could go over to japan and pay 20 30 40 thousand dollars for stem cell stem cell therapies but what's even more powerful is just you doing a three-day water fast it has more of an effect now here's the thing about fasting i wanted god I wanted the fast to just focus on my right eye and heal my right eye, <laughs> you know, because I'm, I'm self-centered, you know, I'm like, I want this problem to be gone, but guess what? <laughs> number one, it may not have been God's will, and number two, the body just doesn't do what you want it to do. 
if you give the, what you're doing when you fast is you're giving your body you're taking all the burden of food off which is a tremendous burden on the body regarding just dealing with the food the digestion process the process of any you know, of it all how all the organ systems get involved then the, the intestines get involved and the colon gets involved and then you have to excrete it all of this stuff takes a lot of energy for the body to do when you don't eat what ends up happening is is it takes all that energy that would normally be put toward digesting food and it starts to divert it first the thing the first first thing it i really believe it does is it starts detoxing because your breath will be really bad and you will i mean i wanted to drink like a lot of water just i just felt like wow i need to flush i need to flush talk and here's the guy that's been taking copious amounts of nutrients i probably eat better than 98 percent of the population as far as organics that i eat i don't want you to think like that you know i've been abusing my body or whatever and i'm eating all this horrible food i mean i eat probably 98 percent better and i still needed to do this it had been too long since i really did a dedicated fast yeah i did some like one dayers and, and skip two maybe a couple meals and, and things like that but really i really believe you need three days to really start getting anything done in the body um the detoxification pathways things of this nature um i had been having to take way too much like now they were natural caffeine products for the most part but before i worked out it was like and i wasn't even doing this every day i mean it wasn't like i was even doing caffeine every day there might be two or three days I don't even do it. But when I did work out, it was like I had to take all the stuff to actually be able to work out. Now, part of it may be because I live a half mile from a cell tower. And I believe I'm very sensitive to this. I've got high-tension power lines out in front of our house. I think it just sucks the life out of me. Okay? Um, I'm around all these electronics and stuff. Even though I'm not using the Wi-Fi, even though I'm doing a lot of stuff, I think a lot of, there's different people that are more sensitive to other things. They're doing all the stuff in the atmosphere, you know, which makes us tired essentially and i've never been a super high energy person to begin with but it was ridiculous how much i had to take before a workout just to be able to do the workout and it was like i don't know by like the fourth day i took a little bit of garana just to like because i was trying to work too i've had to process packages during this time and i mean it was like 70 80 milligrams of caffeine was like amazing and garan is just a natural form of caffeine he's like an herbal and i'm like this wouldn't have even affected me before well my adrenals must have been really shot and i think my body internalized that energy and one of the two things that it did is it totally revamped my adrenals i took a fraction of what i normally take before a teaching tonight and i feel like i could go another three four hours a fraction i did 100 milligrams of caffeine of herbal garana caffeine before i did a teaching okay normally i would do yeah triple that it had gotten that bad and and still not feel right still not feel like i had energy and now granted remember i'm not doing it every day i'm giving my adrenals a break and i'm taking stuff for my adrenals so i'm doing 98 percent more than the average person and i still wasn't able to recover I needed to do an extended fast to totally revamp my adrenals. You know something else? My immune system feels amazing right now. I mean, it feels so good. I mean, I'm just taking a little bit of vitamin C. I've hardly had to take any calcium lactate. I just feel like so good. It totally revamped my immune system. 
Dr. Group said that a three-day water fast will totally reset your immune system. And I absolutely concur with him because I am living proof of it. Now, I wanted all that energy to get devoted to my optic nerve. Maybe if I would have kept going, it would have eventually got to my optic nerve. But, like, it's kind of like, I really believe that when you fast like that, you need to be led of God. And it was getting to the point where I was having a hard time functioning and I still have to work. I still need, I knew I needed to do a study this weekend. And the conviction left me. Now, if God ever said, okay, you're going to do this fast. I want you. I mean, I clearly knew he wanted me to do it to 21 day. No food, no water. Fine. He's going to give me the strength to do it. I don't want to rely on myself to try to pull that off. So understand you're still relying on God to do it. But I felt like at that point, up until this point, it's what I needed to do. And it's already had a tremendous impact. I'm thinking clearer, uh, I lost 18 pounds, my energy's way better, I, I, I respond unbelievably off a little bit of herbal caffeine, um, I look better, uh, uh, I don't know, I mean, you probably saw a difference tonight in the, in the teaching even, like, I'm just kind of a different person, and my eyesight is definitely the, not where it needs to be. But it is improving. It's baby steps. And I will, I do covet your prayers regarding this issue because I feel like what God's got for me ahead of me, I need to have decent vision. And right now, I don't have the greatest of vision. I'm great on the road. I, I mean, the glasses that I wear, I mean, I'm even seeing clearer now. With my one good eye, it's like every, it's like when, you know when you ever first get glasses, I've only had one prescription my whole life, and it was a, it was a mild prescription I probably got back in like, oh, I think it was 2011. Um, and when you first get glasses, you put them on, it's like everything's so crisp and clear. It's like that now with my left eye. It's like went back to that. When I first got glasses, like seven years ago, what when I put them on, now if I don't have them on, it's not the greatest. But when I do put them on, it's like, whoa, this is awesome. Even though my right eye is on the fritz, you know, my left eye is better than ever. And and that tells me that my eyes are, my, both my left and my right eye are improving. I'm, I'm starting to see better clarity a little bit more every day with my right. But I would really pray um, that if you would pray for my right eye, that my right, in my left optic nerves be healed but particularly my right because i believe in prayer you know and i i believe that if it wasn't for the prayers of my listeners i would have been dead a long time ago with all the attacks i've had from witches and warlocks and occultists and all these people that have tried to kill me uh what i've documented over and over again and stuff you know that i wasn't even really even able to get into because people that gave me testimonies that were witches said please don't say this on air they're going to come after me who are now christians because they listened to me and then they saw what happened to the witches trying to attack me <laughs> and they're like okay the god you serve is really the one that has the power <laughs> um so anyway that's kind of where i'm at right now and um I mean, I'm at, my attitude's better than ever. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not going to let this defeat me or, or, or get me down or whatever. And it is improving. And and I hope um, that when, you know, this is all said and done, I'll be able to help more people regarding, like, what to do with eye health. Because I've learned a lot about eye health in this process already. 
um, a lot of the different various things that you can do. And um, if you have glaucoma and you try to get CBD oil, make sure you research it or email me because, man, is that the Wild West. Oh, man. Oh, that is the Wild West trying to buy CBD oil that actually has valid, real stuff in it. Um, people know a lot of times the people that buy CBD oil for their treatment using to treat glaucoma or um, cancer or a lot of other things. And it has a lot of therapeutic stuff in it. And I do believe that although I am not for like, hey, let's legalize pot so we can all get high. I'm, I want nothing to do with that. But the medical properties of the CBD oil um, in particular are pretty amazing. I have to, and there's no psychotropic component to that stuff. I mean, it can, it can help with pain control. It can help relax you, but you don't feel high. And trust me, I was high enough when I was young with all the stories you probably heard me tell. I know what getting high feels like, and it doesn't do that to you whatsoever. Okay. So there's no correlation between the two. Uh, but, um, anyway, uh, that's, I think, I think I've said about, oh, and one other thing, I, the, some of the products that I ordered, um, let me pause it real quick. I'm going to get this uh, of, of all the products that I started taking. This is the only one that I'm really going to talk about. Um, and it has nothing to do with glaucoma, but it's, it's, um, I was trying to find something natural for the prostate and the bladder because I've had issues with getting up in the night and, I'm on a good prostate product from Biotics, but the thing is about the saw palmetto products is they do affect testosterone production. They, they affect that in the body. They, they're actually a treatment for high testosterone. So for the most part, it's not something that you want to really be putting a ton into the body. Does it work on the prostate? Yes. Does it, does it help with BPA, benign prostate hypertrophy, and, and, and the swelling of the prostate? And, and Yes, it's very good for all those things. But it also does have a negative effect on testosterone. And, and that's something that most men don't have a lot of anyway. Um, so I was trying to look for like a natural alternative. And one of the products that I ordered from them recently, and it's something that my supplier has been raving about, is this com company, UNDA. It's UNDA 38. It's just that's the name of it. And... Um, it's it's made it's, it's a homeopathic but it's made in a very strict laboratory setting and there's nothing occultic about the place where it's made or what the processes they're using but this is bladder and prostate i am telling you since the night first night i started using this stuff i haven't got up at all to go to the bathroom not one time not one time that's kind of unusual for me. And I think the thing is, is this is bladder and prostate. Whereas the prostate supplements that I'm using, although they work, it's not just prostate if you're getting up in the middle of the night. It's also bladder. This is actually affecting both bladder and prostate. And I am telling you, I, this stuff is dramatic. If you're, I mean, all I can tell you is maybe I had my prostate situation totally under control and it wasn't an issue. But for me, first night I've done this, I have slept all the way through the night. And remember what I said before about all these technologies they're using to um, 
all these electromagnetic things like the pulses that come out of the smart meters, like all the dirty electricity in the walls, like the Wi-Fi, like the smartphones if they're near your bed, like if there's electronics near you when you sleep, all of these things are potentially wreaking havoc on your sleep cycle unless you're sleeping under one of those canopies or something where there's no electronics that can get to you. None of the EMFs can get to you. One of the worst things that you can do is get woken up constantly in the middle of the night. You're, you're messing up all of your sleep patterns, your, your REM sleep, your delta sleep, all that stuff is going to, it's going to put weight on you, it's going to lower your immune system, it's going to cause your adrenals to go into stress. A lot of the stuff that had happened to me since I've moved up here, okay, I put on weights as I moved up here and I don't, I don't like gorge myself and overeat. And I think a certain amount of it's genetic because it does run in my family, but I'm thinking, man, I'm not gorging myself, Lord. I'm not up here, like, pigging out in, in, in eating copious amounts of food or whatever. Yes, could I have done better with my diet? Sure. But, I mean, I'm trying to, like, practice what I preach on a lot of levels. Well, I think a lot of it is because my sleep patterns have been so messed up, particularly since I moved up here to North Carolina. And me having to get up in the middle of the night, in, more increasingly, probably in the last years, because of this I don't know, bladder slash prostate issue. And I'm telling you, this product here, I mean, I'm sleeping the whole night through now and not getting up one time. That by itself can have such a major impact on health, I can't tell you, because the most important phase of our day, it's the only time that our body actually gets a chance to heal, is the sleep. And think about it, you're fasting when you sleep. Okay? That's why... If you're going, if you're doing like what a lot of people are doing now where they're eating one meal a day, they're eating like dinner, a big meal at dinner, and then they're not eating anything, and then they're fasting through the night, and they're not eating, I mean, they've got like basically 24, 23 hours every day where they're fasting plus the sleep cycle. It allows their body to heal. This is how people are actually turning around their health, I believe. Now, a hundred years ago, I think a lot of what we're talking about today wouldn't be necessary because they weren't being bombarded with EMFs 24-7. They weren't being bombarded with chemtrails and all of the other ways they're trying to kill us now, you know? Um, but unfortunately, like now, we have to do things, and, and then the GMO foods and all that stuff. You mess up there, it's just going to pack weight on you, no matter what you do, unless you're eating totally clean all the time. Um... There's so many ways that they're trying to fatten us up, make us sick, kill us, disturb our sleep patterns, and all the stuff. And this really, this last, those six days and all the stuff has been kind of a journey. And the Lord showed me a lot of stuff about ways they're trying to kill us and what we can do to help ourselves. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry this product, this UNDA 38. I'm going to carry this um, and probably carry a lot of the other stuff that they're selling because I, I'm... I, I've never seen quite an effect like this ever. I think that if you have prostate issues, you may be able to just get away with some supplemental zinc because your prostate needs zinc. And I mean a good zinc at a whole food base. I, I sell one here, the, the, the zinc from um, Biotics. It's in a whole food base. And that might be all you need. It's just some supplemental zinc, which you need that for your immune system anyway. You need it for a lot of other stuff. You need it for testosterone production. And um, this product might be all you need, you know. Um, so, anyway, if you want to know more about that, just just email me. I haven't even brought it into my product line yet, but I, I felt like that I needed to mention that because there might be a lot of other people out there 
that are having just bladder issues in the middle of the night. And it just may be that you just need to have a little bit of bladder support, you know. Um, I don't I don't know if that could be used. I, I, I guess you wouldn't use this with women, though, because it is for prostate, too. But they've probably got another one just for bladder then. I don't know. I'm still learning. You know, I've been doing this since... <laughs> 1990 the nutrition stuff the clinical nutrition i've literally been doing that i was to a certain extent teaching other doctors um how to do this and i'm still learning but that's the thing we, we've got to we've got to you know uh, be able to be humbled this was very humbling waking up with basically my right eye my vision kind of you know on the fritz and 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 um it was very humbling very humbling but something i needed evidently so praise the lord for it and um i praise the lord for my listeners we, we thank you for your prayers your donations and everything and um uh, i would i would you know appreciate if you just pray about you know my eye if you could and um god bless you and i'll just go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer Okay, this is an addendum. I'm inserting this, uh, the very last part of the study, in between the end of the study and where I pray. Uh, I was laying in bed uh, pretty much last night and this morning, and then I started to think of things that I did not mention, uh, that I kind of meant to mention regarding the updates. There's a few things I left out that are, that are uh, important. And, and you never know who it may be important for, you know, regarding that. Um, but... One of the things I, I kind of neglected to emphasize is I felt like by far, as far as physical changes I've ever had on a fast, productively, this was by far the most physically productive fast I've ever done. I've never come off a fast and felt like, you know, my adrenals were like totally healed and and i've done i've, I've even done a fast that was a full week fast before in in that time period i probably fasted in about a 60 day period i probably fasted about 40 out of the 60 days okay so it wasn't necessarily um like i was going two weeks at a pop but it it, it was it was like just i'd fast some maybe you know three days or whatever and then I would eat a meal and then I would fast um that was in that really really dark time period of my life that I had talked about from before uh, going back probably about 12 13 years ago I really didn't feel even in all the fasting I did in that that 60 day period that I had anything really stupendous happen on a physical level I think I was so distraught mentally that it was preventing a lot of that um, but what did I do different this fast, the six day, almost six days Well, I was taking the nutrients. And I think what happened is, remember how I said that when you don't eat, your body has this ability to take all of this energy that it would normally de devote to, um, uh, digesting food and it puts it into repairing or detoxing or whatever it wants to do. Well, when you're just taking supplementation i think it allows that supplementation to just unfettered go wherever it's needed most and obviously the body's going to delegate wherever that greatest need area may be uh 
I think that's a big reason why this fast was, it seems just different. You know, the immune system feels totally different. My adrenals feel totally different. I'm thinking a lot clearer. I think that it just took those new, and I primar primarily the things that I were doing were, I was really trying to focus in on the glaucoma, but I would, I'm theorizing if you could probably just do one product extra, and obviously you want to get, have a piece from God about this. I mean, if he's telling you to do water fast, do that, okay, or a partial food fast or juice fast or whatever you want to do, but I would think that if you were going to do one product during a fast, if you didn't really have any idea, I would say to do like the Intramax that, that um, I've recommended and carried for years because it's kind of like an all-in-one shotgun product you're not getting a mega dose of any one particular thing but it's highly highly easily assimilatable into the body and um like a couple capfuls a day like maybe one in the morning and one at night i'm, I'm giving this as like advice like if i did this um and i wasn't going after a specific health issue but in my case i was that would be a good thing i did do some intramax i, I was probably mm, i probably did about four caps capfuls like the whole six days or thereabouts in that in that range um now you can also do it like i did where if you have a, a specific health issue that you're really wanting to go after you could take the nutrients specifically for that but again what i had said before is that your priorities may not be what the body's priorities are. In my particular case, I believe the body said, well, you know what? You could still function with your eyesight. I know it's your priority, but it's not mine. <laughs> because this is like your innate intelligence, okay? And, and that's not new agey. That is, that's real. You have an intelligence in the body that is, that is making your heart beat, that is having, you know, your liver perform all of these thousands of different tasks that the liver performs, all the detoxification pathways and all the other things that it does. And you're not consciously thinking about that. That's an innate, God-given intelligence. Okay, so that's not new agey. That's God, essentially. You know, and, and so also another thing uh, is... One of the things that I did do is I went and got adjusted. I hadn't been adjusted in a long time. I adjust myself. I'm a chiropractor. I know how to adjust myself. But I actually get in a real manual adjustment. I had like, uh, I know I had C2 out of my neck, uh, which is a second cervical vertebra. And I felt like my upper back. And, and I there's a local guy I go to. Man, he's, he's the best neck adjuster I've ever been to. And I've been adjusted by a lot of people. Um, I think I've been told I'm... a pretty proficient adjuster this guy's better than me when it comes to adjusting necks i mean best i've ever been to and uh i adjusted him as well but he's he's been in practice a long time locally where i'm at and uh man he got an unbelievable set on my upper and lower neck and um what you're doing there is you're freeing up the nerve flow of the body. There's when you when your neck's out of alignment, it impinges nerves, and those nerves end up going um, to various parts of the body, different muscles, ligaments, tendons, organ systems, depending on where what level it's at. C two, second cervical cervical vertebra, which is up up high in the neck, um, 
that's where you're going to get the innervation into the eyes, at least partial. It has an influence on the eyes. The And so I thought, well, if, if I get that freed up, that would also be something that would accelerate the healing process potentially. Like I said, I have made some improvement. Um, that's something else you can do. And I'm talking things that you could do that anytime, okay? Uh, but if you were wanting to maybe target a specific thing during a fast, that's something you could do prior to the fast as well to kind of optimize things. But again... Your priorities, if you're fasting for a specific reason, your priorities may not be your body's priorities. Um, I would, would have loved to have reported back after the six days that I'm totally healed and I'm seeing great out of my right eye. I've got 20-20 vision of both eyes now. That didn't, that didn't happen. This took decades and decades to form this, this um, acute open angle glaucoma, which is literally called the silent stealer of sight. That's its nickname. Because you wake up one day and it's, your sight's gone in one of your eyes. Because glaucoma doesn't normally ever happen bilaterally in both eyes. And you see halos around lights and it, usually it just sneaks up on you. There's no real warning. Sometimes some people get pain. Some people get headaches. Some people get eye pains. I really didn't get any of that. So there was really no red flags. I wish I would have got more of it so I would have had more of a heads up. Obviously, I, I could have, because the, the reason I'm saying that is because I've got a great glaucoma protocol that works. I know how to lower eye pressures. You just take um, the, um, well, I, what I, the one I did before was AC carbamide from State of Process. But, um, but the crossover product from Biotics, which is like, you know, extremely similar, is called Carbamide Plus. That's the one I've been using now. Problem is, I wasn't taking these. You do carbamide plus to lower the um, eye pressure because that's what glaucoma does is, is it produces um, increased pressure in the eyes and it gets so bad where it will actually put so much pressure in the optic nerve in the back of the eye that it causes the nerve damage. Why it comes on all at once, I don't know. With acute, now there's a closed angle glaucoma that is extremely painful and it's horrible and it's just just like very very bad thing and that produces a ton of pain um that one is i think even harder to treat i, I um in certain respects anyway had i been on the carbamide plus and had i been on the msmi drops okay uh i could have prevented this but i was taking carbamide plus time to time because i had battled some gout um, that's another remedy for gout. Carbamide Plus and Ar Arjazyme, I believe, is the new one I've got for that. Yeah, those are my two for gout. Very, very heavy emphasis on the kidneys because the kidneys are um, have a lot to do with uh, balancing the fluids in the body. And um, what the MSMI drops do in uh, glaucoma is it creates more permeability in the eyes so the eye pressures naturally come down. You can also take MSM internally as well i've been doing some of that too so that's kind of your protocol for for if you've got full-blown glaucoma msm eye drops msm powder which i have all these I, I also carry them and then also um the carbamide plus that's your protocol and i've had people I, I had a pastor that um he's still on the eye drops to this day and he's still being able to keep his glaucoma in check to this day, because it is something you tend to battle once you have it. I mean, um, 
he was at a, uh, I don't know, it's like a health fair or something. He got his eyes checked, and his pressures were like 24, 25, which is too high. They should be like, I don't know, like 11, 12, 10, or below. Some people, their eye pressures are like 44 in glaucoma, and you're, you're just putting so much pressure on the optic nerve, it's just a matter of time before it, it starts to get damaged. Um, and he took the MSM eye drops after he got, and he went back an hour later, and I think he just did two drops in each eye, and his pressures had dropped like five pounds in each eye in like an hour, just from the MSM eye drops and nothing else. So... It's not a hard thing to treat is, is the point here. But the problem is once the damage is done to the optic nerve, nerves are the slowest healing structures in the body. Okay, this is why spinal cord injuries, they don't really, I mean, especially spinal cord because you don't have myelin on those nerves. And myelin is what um, really gives nerves the ability to regenerate. It's this outer coating. It would be like if you had, think about a uh, electrical cord and it has like the, the I don't know, the, plastic on the outside to insulate to to keep you from shocking yourself and insulate it well that's like myelin in the body and any nerve that has myelin can regenerate a lot more readily typically those are peripheral nerves in the body nerves that are like in your arms and in your in your thoracic cavity and your legs and these things but then there's central nervous system nerves like the spinal cord that don't have myelin and they, once you damage them, it's very, very hard to bring them back. That's why spinal cord injuries, like somebody that's paralyzed from like the waist down, a lot of times they'll never get any better ever because those nerves don't have myelin. Um, best thing you can do for somebody in any kind of spinal cord injury is get them into a hyperbaric chamber, ASAP, STAT, because you can actually um, regenerate those types of nerves uh, if you get them in the hyperbaric chamber quick enough with the hyperbaric chamber, but medically they don't they don't normally tell you that because they really don't want you to get the people that that own the hospitals really don't want you to get better that quick because they'd rather have you in a wheelchair the rest of your life if the truth be known because that way they make a lot more money. I'm not saying that all the doctors that's their I'm saying that the people that own hospitals and they're like Luciferians and the, the medical pharma cartel. That's why they frown upon hyperbaric chamber use because, yeah, they use it in burn centers and stuff like that. But if they use that on a more grand scale, they could heal so many more things. Um, and so the optic nerve here is basically an extension of the brain. It's like almost like brain stocks. And, and so it's a, very, it's a very hard structure to heal and affect um because of that once the damage has been done and again that's why i'm asking for for your prayers as well had i known what was going on i would have already obviously been on a protocol for it and it, this would have never got to this point but you just wake up one day and it's there um so i had mentioned before that i had taken some of the ac carbamide for um gout but never for glaucoma because i didn't know i had it and I probably did enough stuff over the years to extend this out. This probably would have happened a lot sooner had I not been on all the nutrients, had I not been on MSM periodically or done some MSM eye drops periodically. I just didn't do anything consistently because I didn't know I had a problem. Um, but I had the shoulder pain that, I mean, it's been, man, it's been about, I don't know, half year uh, or more, it's been progressively just kind of getting worse on my left shoulder. I've done, I did all this therapy on it and, and all these things, not getting better. And I don't know why I didn't think about this, but 
when I went on these nutrients, I said, I wonder, I said, I got a feeling this is gout in my shoulder. AC carbamide is one of the things, not only you take for glaucoma, but you also take it for gout. And then you add the other one in for gout called Argizine. It's very, very diuretic, natural diuretic kidney emphasized because with gout, you have a buildup of uric acid in the joints and um, it can cause pain. People always say, you always think of it in the big toe, which is true, but it can get into a lot of other joints. It can get into um, your ankles, your knees, your thumbs, your elbows, and even into the shoulders. In my case, it got really into my left shoulder. And I wasn't eating, normally with gout, it's because you're eating a really whatever uh, rich, sometimes it doesn't happen that way. Sometimes you can just be prone to it. And I said all that to say this, my my left shoulder pain's gone. It's gone. I, I had done everything I could think of to try to get rid of it. I mean, natural anti-inflammatories, the boswellia, uh, the, the uh, turmeric, the curcumin, the... Um, I did um, those silicone, the, the cupping that you might have seen in, in the Olympics last time. They were those cupping marks. I did that. Uh, I adjusted my shoulder. I um, I, don't know, I did all kind of like, re, I did all type of um, massage techniques or nothing, but it cleared right up. It doesn't even hurt now at all. Just from the... the Argozyme and the Carbamide Plus. So that was something I also found out along the way, which was good. And um, that's it. I just wanted to throw that in there. And um, God bless you, and we'll see you in the next teaching. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. I, I thank you for letting us come together, um, Lord, for looking at the current events, Lord God, um, to understand the times that we are living in. And I just pray that you would use this teaching, Lord, that, that you would um, help us to educate others, Lord. That, Lord, that you would just use the body of Christ mightily, Lord, for your glory. That they would not be destroyed for lack of knowledge, Lord. And, and that we would know how to pray regarding all these wicked devices of Satan that we've covered, not just today, Lord God, but in the previous teachings, that the body of Christ would collectively wake up to what is befalling them, Lord, that they're not even aware of. I, I just pray that you wake the body of Christ up, Lord. Because this should be these these should be things that are at least covered like in Sunday school or some other aspect of church, Lord. It's one thing to preach on Sunday morning, Lord, or maybe have Sunday, but maybe like a Sunday night service or a Wednesday night service where they cover topics like these, where they're warning their listeners because they see the impending doom coming upon them. The church needs to be a watchman, Lord. Uh, I think that's part of its responsibility. But I don't think this is being, this type of information is, is being preached or taught widely in churches, in the world. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, Lord, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our heart and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us. And I pray, God, you use us mightily for your glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.